Hey, I'm Jay. And I'm Jim. And you're listening to Avengers Disassembled. As a parent-child team, we're going to get way in-depth about some of our favorite things. The epic Marvel Cinematic Universe, where we'll discuss and ruminate on each movie chronologically. The last movie in Phase 2 is Ant-Man. Hey, I didn't screw the intro up that time. Good job. (laughs) Alright, so Ant-Man. Yep. Um, So, opens up, opening scene... 1989, it says right there on the bottom. Yes, with young Hank Pym, old Stark, Howard Stark, uh, old Peggy Carter, and then this guy who's evil. Right. But Pym and Stark are like the same age, aren't they? Uh, I think Pym is a little younger. Okay, so I just looked this up. In Captain America, the... Is 1942. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 57 years later, they're now in this scene. Okay, so he's like 70. Stark's 70. And how old is Pym? Like 50. Okay, that would have made him a teenager in... Why do you say that he has to be in 1942? Well, you're right. He wasn't, but they. I guess they traveled back to 1970... And oh, that's with when the pin, pin particle. Yes, yes, Yeah, no, yes. it's not all the way to 42. Right, right, right. It's it's just a couple of years after or before 89. No, it, it was in the 70s. Was it? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Because, um, yeah. That's make just, war. Make true. love, not war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't think that Stark looks 70s in his 70s in that. And, um, they didn't change. I mean, that's literally what the guy looks like. They didn't do any CGI no, to right. him. They did everyone else, but yes. they didn't touch him because he apparently was like, "You're close enough." <laughs> you, you they look took old. like twenty-year-old Haley Atley, a thirty-year-old Haley Atley, and they're like, "We're gonna make you look like you're 70. Yeah, and we're gonna make these guys look way younger so that they can show up legitly in twenty, whatever, right. seventeen. Yeah. So, um, and this is where we get to see. The first sign of uh, Hank, Hank Pym's impulse control and the lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> and how no one does anything. I love how, like, Stark and Peggy are just like, yeah, you kind of deserve that. Man. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, so then we're kind of introduced to Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. He's getting out of prison. Um, his buddy Luis is coming to pick him up. Yeah. Okay. So, this part of the backstory is never explained. How they meet? How did they meet? How did they become friends? I don't know. Clearly, they did a robbery before. No, it was in jail. Now, it just dawned on me because he gets out. When they get out, Luis meets him and says, oh, what happened to your eye? He says, peaches goodbye. goodbye. And and Luis says... Yeah, I had the scar from the same thing. Yeah. But they did a job before together, so maybe they got a... But why would they be out different times? Well, it depends. I mean, uh, how do you know that? I, did, did they say they did it? Well, yeah, because Luis is all like, we work together and stuff like that. Well, he references the Scott Lang's Vista burglary, job. but yeah. yes, but I don't know that they ever. So maybe they did just meet in prison. That okay? Now that clears things up for me. So, um, so he's got a master's degree in electrical engineering, and of course he gets Wait, a job. Wait, he doesn't have a master's degree. He just yes. has a degree. No, he says I have a master's degree in electrical engineering. Um, but and he, he has no grasp of physics. Okay. 
do we want to have this conversation no, now? No, I guess we'll wait till he shrinks. Okay. Too far. Well, okay. We will get to the 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 physics laws and playing loosey goosey with them. And I can't believe that you're saying this because every time I bring this up now, you're like, ah, 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 it's okay. MCU. This movie is about <laughs> physics. I know. Everything else is like, it's, you know, just how the guy punches someone. It doesn't matter. So, but he gets a job at Baskin-Robbins, of course. MCU product placement. Yes. At its finest. Yes. They, like, tried to get other companies, but they're like, no, because it reflects poorly on them. And he's got, like, a fake name because he's a fake guy. Because he didn't didn't want to be, you know, the guy, the criminal. Right, right. Paul Rudd's children are named Jack and Darby. Oh, are so, they? Yeah. Oh. So it's like he was Jack and he said, Darby, can you like yeah, help yeah, this yeah. guy? Oh my God, that guy. It's like, I guess it would make best Actually, Best and Robbins doesn't have any kind of, if it was like a Dairy Queen, that would kind of make sense because they have the Julius juice deal with the, the they have actual burgers, even yes, though it's yeah, like yeah, an ice cream place. Yeah. Best and Robbins? No. No, yes, yeah. You literally need to go somewhere else, yes. dude. How about a warm pretzel? Whatever you got hot. Um... <laughs> So Baskin Robbins always finds out. Yeah, and this is that's reinf- reinforced by what the Kurt or Dave, yeah, one of yeah. the other ex-cons. Yes, and it's just like okay. So uh, then we um, get introduced. Uh, Hank Pym as an older man. He's driving into Pym Industries. Yes. And they're like, can I have an ID? He points to the portrait of himself, and he's like, will that do? It's like, yeah, I think it'll do. And then, Doesn't look a lot like you, but... No, close enough. And then Darren Cross starts to have this big spiel, and he brings him into this kind of lab, and he introduces him, and he starts having these, uh, like, um, newsreel pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it shows Ant-Man, which we're led to believe is Hank Pym, like fighting in Vietnam. Yeah, it's just, this is all S.H.I.E.L.D. information. That was the first image it showed was S.H.I.E.L.D., which, you know, is disbanded, so I guess the information was provided to the world. Because Black Widow puts it out there. Yeah, which is, you know, kind of dangerous. Yeah, obviously, for someone like Hank Pym. Well, it doesn't say he's Hank Pym. Darren Cross figures it out. Well, yeah. And then he um, he starts introducing this idea of the um, yellow jacket. And they have the ultimate euphemism that I love. The sustainable environment of well-being. <laughs> otherwise known as world domination. Yeah. It's like, you should really hang out with Hydra people. Oh, wait. You are. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and then we're introduced to this saying that comes up a couple of times um, throughout the movie, sometimes in a positive way, sometimes in a more manipulative way. Um, this time it's with um, Scott Lang's ex wife, and she says, Be the person she already thinks you are, in reference to. Be the hero that she already thinks you are. Well, she says, person. Later, it's changed to hero. Mm. Um, in reference to Cassie, his daughter. To, it's reference to Cassie, his daughter. But it also speaks to um, char- to Scott Lang's character. 
And then, and also when we hear about the Vista job, you know, that he is sticking up for the little guy and things like that. And I want to go back and do just a little bit of, um, you know, we've talked about the character of a lot of the different Avengers and MCU characters and things like that. And those that start out as good people and then get the power later. Yeah. Steve Rogers. Yeah, I mean, again, that's the same exact thing as Steve Rogers. He was a good person. That was why he was chosen to become the hero. Right, right, right. Um, we don't quite know the full backstory about Sam, but, you know, he's another, you know, he was a pararescue. The pararescu military gave him his... He was a pararescue, yes. He was, he was doing those types of things, you know, versus, again, some of the other ones that their character is still evolving. Um, yeah. Uh, now that they're superheroes, so so I like that there's another one of these ca- characters that is about doing the right thing, and you really get to see it um, with him um, as he wrestles with this idea of being getting to see his daughter, being a good person, and how is he going to do that, and mm-hmm. um, things like that. So so I like that. Um, so then we're rapidly, um, if there was any question whether or not Darren Cross is a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we're going to start with mice. These are lambs. It's really not different. I'm like, um, oh, yeah. Oh, before this, he goos a guy oh, yeah, he in goos the his, He goos he, his uh, board member or whatever who disagrees with him. Yes. That touch on the shoulder is a sign of death. <laughs> Anyone who gets the hand on the shoulder knows that you're about to die. Because both the guys are like, oh, crap. <laughs> We've got the touch. This is the, the black spot. This is the horse head in the bed. I don't understand it's that a, It's a Godfather movie reference. I think the black spot was pretty good. The black good. spot, yes, yes, yes. The mark of death. Um, yes. And, yeah, he just, no zero remorse. Yeah, she's just like, damn it, it didn't work again. Yes, yes, yes. Try again. I was just like, is he changing anything between his tests? It just seems like he's going, this land, this land, this... (laughs) I'm like, this is insanity, because you haven't changed anything. Well, you don't see him I know, but like, it seems like that's what he was doing, which fits his character anyway. But also, it would seem like mice would be a better choice, just because you could... I have a whole row of them right there if you needed them. Instead of the lambs. Yeah, but they're small. You constantly have to so walk when you in. shrink them, okay. they would be very small. Okay. Like, look how small the lamb got. You wouldn't be able to see a mouse. Okay. Oy. Also, I mean, they're simpler in their body. Lambs? Mice. Oh, yeah. Which is why you use them. Yes. But, but yes, any organic. So, um, okay, so... Scott Lang agrees to the robbery to, you know, break into this vault and does... Steal the suit. Well, he doesn't know about stealing the suit. He's going to break in. Oh, 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 you mean at Pim's house. Yes, at Pim's house. Yeah. He uses some questionable science. um, Yeah. But anyway, he gets in and he finds the suit. Yeah. Um, And and then he... guess I'll take it. Yeah, he figures it's in the vault. It must be worth something. Right. So... Um, takes it, takes it home, <clears throat> and then um, he's like, tries gonna, it on. He's like, this is cool. Yeah. So he's got his little voltmeter out. Yeah. 
Just like <laughs> Which evidently is the the, the tricorder of Yeah, the, <laughs> the go to It's scientific looking, <laughs> but yes, it'll yes. do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Puts it on and figures out how the suit works. I mean, there's two buttons on your hand. He's just like, huh, this one doesn't work. Let me press this one. And then he shrinks. I guess. Um, and it's interesting because he hits it once and he hit, shrinks to that size. And it's always that size. That's like the ant equivalent human size. So he right. could ride the big ants. And it's just like, because obviously in the next movies, he gets more choice of how big or small he gets. Right. Okay, so um, this is also where we start to see the inconsistencies and the physics associated with this. Yeah. So he falls out of the tub and cracks the tile because he's 200 pounds. Yeah. But on a tiny little surface. Yes, from a high point. But he also lands on a record player. And doesn't break the record player. And doesn't break the record player. Doesn't even slow it down. Yeah, considering he just fell through the floor. Right, right, right. So, um, this whole size versus density versus strength, very inconsistent. The other place that it comes back horribly is in the final fight scene when they're on the Thomas the Train. Oh, yeah. That whole scene. (laughs) Well, first of all, it makes fun of the fact that it doesn't work well. I think. We'll get to that. Okay. So, um, but then um, he gets, uh, uh, he, he decides to, to give it back. He's freaked out by it. Yeah. He breaks back in. He sets it back. Um, and he gets arrested. Yes. Um, Hope. Hope calls the police. Hope calls the police. First of all, why didn't they be like, was anything missing? I guess he just damaged the door, so it doesn't matter. He didn't damage the door. No, he damaged oh, the, 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 the safe. The safe door, yes. I was like, there's no proof that yeah. he did anything other than that they called right. to say that he Well, and they see him jumping over the fence. Yeah. So at the very least, he's going to get... Um, and then Pim like, claims that he has been watching him and he's, and he's set up the robbery the and things like that. And yeah. Hank Pym... Now, a little bit of his dark side comes out. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to use you <laughs> to get this thing, and it's very dangerous, but right. I'm going to tell you that it'll help you get back to your daughter. Right. Because that's your motivation. Yeah. So you're going to do it. Yeah. Even though you have no expertise. Well, I mean, he obviously shows agility. And a mental capacity. Mental capacity to understand it and catch on quickly. Yeah, his He can fight. We see him and Peachy, you know, going at it. Oh, he doesn't know that, maybe. No, but... So he's got some of the skills uh, there. Um, But, yeah, Hank completely manipulates him. Yeah. And Scott allows allows the manipulation to happen. Because he thinks he can pull it off. I guess. And he thinks... But again, he's... Now, this is maybe the one character flaw. He's looking for the shortcut. Yes. Instead of saying to him, well, why don't we start a company? Why don't you hire a job? You know, and yeah. things like that. I mean, he does say, call the Avengers. Yes. Um, 
But yeah, that's the that's the someone else brings that up. It's like the second anything gets hard, you turn back to crime. Yes. Yeah. Pim. Pim uh, says that when he's interviewing him in jail. Pim says that oh, to well, to Lang. And then he's like, "Here's more crime that you yes. can turn to to get to your daughter quicker." Right. Right. Yeah. It, it's very very manipulative. And then the other thing is this. This manipulation of his daughter, and it's weird because of hope. Yeah, it kind of you know it. It comes across as mean, and I think very misogynistic early on, and it's not until the reveal of, first of all, Scott figures it out. Um, you know, he explains that he would rather. Lose this whole thing, then lose you. Right. And then is... Pim confesses about his I wife. I mean, I think that was pretty clear from the beginning that he... I mean, he says it. It's like, it's too dangerous and, you know, it affected me. I don't want it affecting her. I don't want her in danger and all this jazz. I, 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 to be, I, I will tell you that my first impression was not that impression. No. It wasn't until later that that... that that was clear. Became clear that that was the overriding um, motivation that Pim was was not wanting um, her to be involved. Um, okay, so we're also introduced to this guy who um, is going to buy the uh, the yellow jacket suits. The Hydra guy. Oh, the the same uh, the ex. Defense Secretary. Head guy. of Defense as S.H.I.E.L.D. now spends his time toppling governments. Yeah, so CIA. Well, this is the whole problem with these S.H.I.E.L.D. people still running around. Yeah, it's like you know they're Hydra. Darren Cross says they're Hydra. Like, it's very Let, obvious they're yes. Hydra. Well, that comes a little bit later, but yes. It's uh, like, why are they walking around town? Right. Because everyone knows they're Hydra. So this is... This idea of once S.H.I.E.L.D. collapses and you have these good people, so, you know, we already talked about Agent Hill and, you know, all those people that were flying the um, helicarrier in, in, Ultron, in yeah. Age of Ultron. These are good ex-S.H.I.E.L.D. people. Yeah. And then you have the bad ex-S.H.I.E.L.D. people in Hydra still wandering around. And, yeah. And what's... What... You know, do we ever get resolution on Hydra being defeated or... I mean, Hydra becomes a moot point compared to Thanos. I guess, but... Well, I guess that's an interesting question. Why doesn't Hydra align themselves with Thanos? Because they would get killed too. Not necessarily. There's some... Well, we'll get to that, but... Yes. But, okay. So, um... So they come up with this uh, huge, hugely complicated scheme to be able to stop all this from happening. Yes. Um, and they... The training montage, which I do appreciate. The training montage. I love me a good training montage. <laughs> yes. Um, all the ants. So cute. Yes, the ants. The little crazy ants, which are like dogs. <laughs> and then you get Antony, his horse, his <laughs> mighty steed. Yes, until he gets... Squished. squished, well killed by bulletized. Yes, it's impressive to shoot a shoot a, fl a flying ant. Yes, I mean in a large portion, it was a fairly large target. He was just trying to hit any of them. Yeah, yeah. It was like the third. Odds bullet. are, yeah, third bullet, and it finally hits the. <clears throat> but it doesn't hurt him anyway. 
um, even though the bullet would be traveling faster than the speed of sound and there would be a sonic boom that would arguably blow Scott off. But anyway, we're suspending physics. Some physics. Um, so Luis wants to whistle. I, I need to come up with a whistle. Yeah, because that'll help him blend in. <laughs> yes. And when he walks in, what is he whistling? It's a small world after all. <laughs> yes. Which yes. is doubly, doubly uh, funny because yes. it's Disney, which owns this. And also, Ant-Man is small. Yes. So it is a small world after all. Yes. Very, very humorous tie, subtle tie in there. And the, the guy was like, what are you doing? <laughs> the other security guard. That's right. He knocks out like three of them, but we only see him carrying the one guy out. Right. The end. So, uh, well, because he's tied up. Oh, yeah. He doesn't tie up the other guy. He just lets this guy wander around after being knocked out. I guess. All right, whatever. Um, so we keep seeing this tank keychain, which turns out to be like tank the tank. worst foreshadowing. Yes. What do you mean the worst foreshadowing? They took out the scene where it was like it showed Hank like actually shrinking it. Uh, I feel like this was the best way of, like, it's not just a keychain. Yeah. I mean, if you're you're here, she explained this, like, everything can shrink in, yeah, in yeah. March, and you're like, well, that changes your whole concept of what objects are, because right. obviously they dramatically change when they shrink, or, so it's like, you can start looking at things more analytically, is like, is it already shrunk? So, but... When he expands it back to full size, the keychain part is still attached. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, once you connect it, maybe it's just connected. I guess. And how do you, like, activate something that's shrunk? One of those disks? That's what shrunk it. But you use the opposite disc. Did one they disc have another disc? I guess so. Did they kept a disc on He wouldn't have made it through security with one of those. I, are there supposed to be pin particles on that, like in it, so that it like you throw it and it like activates it? I guess it's got to also the whole pin particle thing and how it is needed is other than there's a special formula. He's the only one who knows it. The, the yeah, what they mechanism. kept showing with the yellow jacket was like this liquid, and they yeah. keep showing it as a liquid, and then it goes somewhere, and then they can zap something. And they've used the particle. You don't think the pin particles the same way? Well, I do. It yeah. just doesn't make sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so you've heard the term, there's a bug in the program or there's a yes, bug in the computer. Yes, which is literally from a time when a bug would fly into those computers the size of a room and die or right. just get stuck and they literally have to take physical bugs out. Yes, yes. Yes. So what happens here? They got a bug in the program. <laughs> they got a bug in the computer, yeah. They got a couple of bugs. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. They're little... When the, they're like... So there's a little clip where it's like they're putting something on the ants where Kim is ha like making something and then it yeah. shows uh, Scott putting them on the ants and then later, you know... He's like, they're information, and they're so cute, and they're little grids, and then they, like, it gets zapped, and I'm like, wait, did they all die? Because, like, they're, first of all, and then Scott does the stupid thing, which is like, I'm going to fly through the electric storm that is between the servers, and it's just like, huh. Also, wasn't your fancy signal decoy on that tower that's now burnt? I think that was on a different one. 
That was the backup servers that they were zapping. They, they cleared both. Yeah, I guess. They said they got rid of the servers and the backups. <laughs> well, maybe they only needed the... the decoy for that decoy for I know, but they went to all that length just to uh, go get it. Well, because they had to have... Falcon? Yes. I still think that's a good way to incorporate it into... Because it also... It's why Falcon would, like, reach out to him later. Yeah. yeah. It's... I don't know. I just like how they, they, like... It wasn't just like a... Here's a superhero. Meet a superhero. It was like, I need to steal something from this facility. No, you're absolutely right. Um, it uh, It's interesting because it pits two Avengers that are tech-based against each other. Neither of them have any... Um, what's the word? Uh, enhanced. They're not enhanced yes. humans at all. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Sam is just... Such a great character. He is hilarious. Um, and Do I not love... tell Cap that <laughs> exactly. this happened. So it's like if if only his goggles couldn't track him, because right. elsewise he would not be able to do it. Right, right. But because it's like he's used to being far away and seeing small things with his glass, his goggles, it was. Made... But we never we don't see that in the previous. Uh... He doesn't need his goggles to fight Ultron. I guess not. Well, he doesn't even show up for the fight to Ultron. That's right. Well, why? But an Antony evidently can fly with a 200-pound man on his back. If his weight hasn't... Sorry, I know. Okay, so then we get this fight between... Directly between Ant-Man and Yellowjacket. Which is the same fight as between Hulk and the Abomination... And between Tony and Jebediah. Jebediah? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And also Tony and Whiplash. Yeah, but Tony and Whiplash are... I, well, I guess they have the same tack. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's the, the sibling rivalry. Right, right, right. But, and and they... they unlike th- those... There was some flaw, like, in the enemies, in the other guy's tech or something like that that allowed the uh, the good guy to win. You don't agree with that? No. Uh, Whiplash, they beat him because Tony and War Machine had fought each other and they zapped their hand propulsions together and everything blew up. That's how they beat Whiplash. Yeah. Um... Hulk and Abomination, I mean, Abomination was obviously more animalistic, Yeah. but Hulk beats him sheer strength, not because, you know, Abomination was like, flawed, somehow. you know, like yeah. disintegrated in sunlight or anything <laughs> like that. Um, Jebediah, I think his thing was flawed. Yeah. The ice. Yeah. Well. But then at the end it was, you're right, because it was that's the, not, uh, I mean, that was it was maybe, the reactor. It got, got the him. advantage, yeah. but nothing like that, like. Yeah, but again, it was the same. You know, it's it's it's, it's the, the same, same fight scene oh, yeah. in essence over and over. Um, now, uh, what? Um, so the the weapon tree on uh, Yellow Jacket, though, very Iron Spider, very Iron Spider, um, looking the lasers. Very Iron Spider. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I'm surprised they don't incorporate that tech into future Ant-Man and Wasp. Wasp uh, has that. 
She's got little hand things that that zap. I guess, but I mean, even the the so the original Wasp had you know he and and Ant Man had some kind of laser cutter or something like that on their glove. Yeah. In in the flashback. Um, yeah. So. Um. So we talked about you know again Thomas the Train Engine, MCU. Uh, product placement yeah it was Uh, funny how like they had to get the rights obviously to do that and they were very like careful and like they were like he can't hurt anyone or kill anyone (laughs) or anything like that or like be used in a bad way and it's just like he just gets tossed around and becomes giant and terrifying but in theory he's still only you know a pound and a half he wouldn't have crushed the car Dead. I know. Sorry. Okay, so... Dead. Uh, well, following that logic, <laughs> he would also be see-through. Because he would have so few atoms, they just get, would get further apart. Well, again, that physics is a little... Same thing. Blurry there. It's the same logic. But they're not following their own rules, is my point. Their rules are that he gets to control how dense he is. And the size. And the size. Uh, okay, but that's not what was described. But that, it that is apparently a how very it, much how, the rule how it actually works. Yes. Um, okay, so then uh, they're uh, in the house, and Paxton, who is his ex-wife's fiance, redeems himself. Yeah, because so, he's like, I'm gonna die to protect her. Well, yeah, he's yes, he obviously puts his life, no kidding, on the line to sit, to help Cassie and protect Cassie, um, but also he covers for right um, Scott, Scott, yes, um, and and that so um, so good on him. Well, I mean, all he knew about Scott was that he, you know, he broke the law, which as a cop he would be particularly angsty about and then again when he's not shown that he's willing to grow and change for Cassie and that he gets arrested again he's like my dude yeah I I, no I I see the point again he's a um, he's a character play actor you know he's playing a part that, that, that he's supposed to be you know this black and white and and he's, you know, kind of this nemesis because he's his ex-wife and all. But, he, I mean, he's just a two-dimensional character. The one point but, that I would agree that he was, like, ridiculously unnecessary is with the van. He's yeah. like, I'm going to go arrest these guys because I know whose van that is. I'm like, dude, they have not done anything <laughs> illegal. Right. You can't just be like, I know whose van this is. I'm going to arrest them. Right. Ugh. Same thing with Pim. They were like, we're going to go arrest Pim. Yeah. It's like, why? Just right. because he was being a fake lawyer? Yeah. Typically, he could be a legal counsel or whatever right, and right. not be yeah. a lawyer and anything like that. Correct. Correct. Do anything illegal. Yep. And bad timing. <laughs> and they have kept this giant ant as a pet. Yes, Cass is like, I like this. The fact that like three people are like, that's a weird looking dog. And it's just like, it's got six legs. <laughs> No and a mandible. <laughs> and a set of mandibles. And it's, you know, got the head and the thorax and the... Oh, How much would you have to feed that ant, though? I don't know. How much do like ants lot. eat? 
Um, so then, uh, then we get to see um, Stan Lee. Yes, as Louis. Uh, as the Bart. Yes, as as Louis is telling his... the story about um, Sam trying to find him. Yes, he doesn't get to say anything, but no, he's he there. And so here's my uh, my next question: Why is Louise not part of the Avengers? I know he's so great. He absolutely should be. As what would he do? Hey, help! Distraction. He 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 does everything what, that he's asked to do perfectly. Yeah. And he's funny. He's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's a twofer right there. Yeah. So. I mean, he does show up again, thank goodness, in Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. Also hilarious. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we don't get any of the, like, friend sidekick people in any of the joint Avengers movies. Like, um, gosh. What's his name from Spider-Man? Oh. The friend. Yeah. Is we it don't... Luis also? No. No, it's not. It's, um... Yeah, but he, uh, he is. He does help him out too. It's the same, yeah, yeah, same yeah, equivalence. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, so I've been starting to keep some notes on themes mm-hmm. across this, and this, um, I'm calling interaction with normal humans. Is really, you know, they claim to protect people and protect the world and stuff like that, but. In some ways, they just have kind of contempt. Maybe not contempt, but they don't consult with them. They don't talk with them. They don't. They're not part of the 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 the, the decision making. They're not. Again, it's this. She. It's so. Shield is these. You know, in theory, civilians that are running this council type of thing. Yeah. Um, but the Avengers and the whole Well once Shield disintegrates. I know, but even even that was a I would argue was a facade or a token effort, um, at best. It, it's uh, we'll we'll talk more about this as you know, as we get towards the end of uh I mean in this one the point of not talking to normal humans is because they don't want the tech to get out. But so Luis and they don't have any like grand plans of destroying the world with that tech. No, no, no. I understand that, but they're again they're they're key to it. Selvig. I mean, these people are are saving the day. Yeah. In so many ways, Luis saves the day, and they don't get the props that they deserve. I mean. No one really gets the props they deserve. Like, what are you? What are you thinking of? Tony. Tony's already rich. They all the Avengers get the props. Well, and... the recognition. Yes, yes. Well, you don't want to be recognized because that would be a danger to your no, 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 no. life. No. I... So even within the the, the, the confines of the Avengers, all those people. Thor is definitely, like, a big fan of Selvig, and he's like... But Thor's also, you know, his sense of normal human is as Guardians, so he's like, these are just a different species of people. Uh, I mean, Cap is definitely like, you know, you did a good job. Uh, (laughs) 
like, I guess Nick Fury and Tony are the ones that don't really like... Nick Fury, or Tony obviously had problems appreciating Pepper. Yes. So... I and mean, even Captain America, although there's some homage to the other um, soldiers that fought against yeah. Hydra with him, you know... In his movie, obviously, everything, everyone who was dealing with was a normal human, and he was, yeah. like, working with them, and, you know, like... They were helping out and everything like that in World War II. Uh, yeah, I I just think there's some a theme here. It's not quite fully formed in my. Uh... Again, there's only so much recognition you can do without endangering them. Uh, yeah. Which is the whole point of secret identities. <laughs> and who has a secret identity? Everyone but Tony. Um. No. Uh, Steve Rogers. There's no secret identity there. Well, he doesn't have life outside of Avengers, but in theory he has a... Okay. Um, Banner, he's got a secret identity. No secret identity for Thor. Okay, he doesn't have an alternate life. He has an alternate world. Okay. Um, Black Widow and Hawkeye, Hawkeye... Both have secret identities. And how are they keeping them secret? They removed them from the shield, data. Okay, Just but like it's not like they're hiding their face or anything like that, that a traditional secret identity... None of them wear masks other than Iron Man. Right. I mean, Cap's like half-face thing, but yes. he gave up on that a while ago. Like, I, I, they haven't been in like a we're standing in front of a camera kind of situation. But Obviously, S.H.I.E.L.D. helped scrub their identities from the internet and stuff like that, and I'm sure they still, like, Fury's still doing that. So Spider-Man specifically has a secret identity. Right. I, I don't... Banner has a secret... Hulk has a secret identity. Yes. Um, I would say Hawkeye. They didn't even... The Avengers didn't even know. He has they a knew his name, but they didn't know where he lived or his family okay. exists. That's a secret identity. Well, are you telling me that Tony Stark, who can hack into anything, couldn't have found that out if he was looking? But he didn't need. To, he didn't have any reason to find out. Okay, that does still doesn't mean that. Well, you need to think to look before you can actually find it. <clears throat> but so, why, again, why wouldn't? Do you think a, Hydra? It's a doubly secret identity. <laughs> if 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 you can, but you didn't think to find it. Uh, it's not on any of the records. That's what Clint said. That's why he was safe. It's like, not on any of the. The shield. Fury made it happen, and then he made right. it disappear. So even when Hydra took over and Shield's records were released, it wasn't on there. Yeah. Uh... I mean, Natasha, it's like, yeah, your secret identity is that you were an assassin <laughs> from Russia, like. Not secret. Super secret, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they probably won't recognize your face because, like, she's all about the disguise and whatnot. They yeah. keep changing her hair. It's like, it's still Scarlett Johansson. Um, uh, yeah, Bucky probably has the most secret identity of all of them. Yeah, considering he was <laughs> thought to be dead for a significant yes. amount of time. Um, so speaking of which, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Mid-credit mid scene. scene. Wasp suit revealed. Yeah. So. It's unfinished. It's unfinished. Because after his wife died, he didn't finish it. Right. So, yeah. But obviously setting up for Ant-Man and Wasp. Ant-Man and Wasp. 
um, which arguably should be Wasp and Ant-Man. Yeah, because she carries it. <laughs> yes, so, but we'll get to that in a few movies. Um, okay, post credit scene. Yes. Bucky has his metal arm in, like... A press. Yeah. A hydraulic press. Yeah. And he's just chilling. Well, he doesn't have really a choice. Yeah, he's sitting there, and Sam is less... I mean, Steve looks beat up. Sam's just kind of walked up, and he, and they're like, should we tell Tony? And it's like, I don't think the Accords can let us, which is obviously right. Civil War. It's yeah, t- Sam says this would have been easier a few weeks ago. Right, before the Accords. Before the Accords, yeah. And he's like, we need help or something like that. And Sam's <laughs> like, I know a guy. <laughs> it's like, do you? <laughs> you got up beat up by a guy. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, which sets up the next movie, which is Civil, Civil War. War. Um, interesting that it's Captain America Civil War, not Avengers Civil War. Yeah. But uh, we'll talk about that next uh, movie. So. Um, so Ant-Man, overall, he's this... So in the comics, he is one of the original members of the Avengers. Of course. Well, everyone um, is an original member because there's like seven different original Avengers. Of the original, original, Ant-Man yeah. was one of them. And he's brought into the Avengers now, but kind of as a secondary he's character. He's never in the Avengers in the sense of like he works with the team. He doesn't even like really meet the team till after the snap. No, no, no. He meets a team in Civil okay, War. That's not a team. That's Civil War. Okay, but he's he's fighting with them. It's fighting with them, literally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then he shows up for the post nap to be like, "Yo, I experienced time travel," <laughs> and we're like, "Interesting." Right. Right. Uh, cool. So. And then I can't even remember if he's in the final battle or not, and how that yes, goes down. Yes, he's in the final battle. He, like, I can picture at least one moment with everyone else. Yes. Maybe he's just tiny. Maybe. He he goes from both tiny to, to large in, in the battle, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we sign off, um, you have, you know Paul Rudd, anytime he goes on to a night, late night TV show to promo a movie. Yeah, they always show the Mac a, and Me or whatever. Yes. <laughs> and they, like, kind of did that with this one, and they mixed it with Ant-Man footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, uh, all right. Uh, anything else about Ant-Man? I, he's another one of those people who like, you know, he's got this master's degree in electrical engineering and he does stuff that's like, ah, an electrical engineer. And then he's completely stupid in like several of the aspects. It's like, bro, that's not how college works. <laughs> you, you gotta go through some basic stuff that's like in other things than just your electrical engineering like you should have a vague like at least a basic grasp of physics yes as an electrical engineer yes which he does not display yes there's just there's a couple of them that they they don't like i think until even if they're like some of them are like he is one of the most like tony is supposed to be one of the like highest intelligence you know, Avenger, DC and Marvel are both like, we were ranked with the smartest people in the universe. You yeah. got like Brainiac and whatnot, Lex Luthor. They're all up there. And then you get to the movies and they like, 
they don't know how to express intelligence without it being like the solution all of the problems right like they're like there wouldn't be problems if they were smart it's like no there would be problems because there are other people who are also smart well and i think that uh um to go back to Ultron, and and even in um, this movie, in Ant-Man... Their intelligence created the problem. So there are these other motivations that are Emotional. trumping these emotions. Yes, but you know, his overall him. desire to, um, to get his daughter back. That, I mean, that's fine. It's how he solves, like, he goes about doing things that isn't necessarily super intelligent. Well, it also clouds his judgment, thought process, and judgment. I guess. So, yeah, and we see when they get into those kind of emotional situations where you you have this behavior. Yeah, it's like the reason so many of these people, especially the tech-based heroes, became heroes is because they were smart enough to make it. And then it's all like later on, they're like, "Oh, you're stupid." It's like MCU. Yeah. I mean. I guess it's like it's harder to make that consistent. I don't know. Yeah. All I have to say is, um, I used a circular saw and cut through two wooden. <laughs> yeah, you would not. <laughs> you would not make the cut on the. I'm smart enough to be a superhero, Dad. When you cut your own sawhorses in half. Mm. Oh, that's nice. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.